Oh, shit. What do you think of this? And I don't think I'm ready. So kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. So kick it, kick it, kick it. So kick it, kick it. Feisty's 45 podcast. Here we go. All right, now there will be no actual like, but you know, structure to anything that we're doing no, at this point. No, no, I'm not doing sound effects. No mute. Maybe I'll put music later. All over the place. I think we need to have a topic that we land on. And I was thinking about maybe kind of like doing like a you know what really grinds my gears type of thing like things that really just piss me off <laughs> you know yeah if you want me to we do um, need to figure out some sort of format because i don't want it to be <laughs> all right check I... one check two find diggy where are you on your couch weirdo okay <laughs> Here we go. What is wrong with Do you? Do it again. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm on stage. Feisty's 45 podcast. Here we go. All right. Now, there will be no actual, like, what? You know, structure to anything that we're doing no, at this point. No, there's no, I'm not doing sound effects, no mute. Maybe I'll put music later, like uh-huh. background, you know, but it's not going to be. Like but, a fully produced, this is just me and you raw talking, you know. Well, you know, the the handful of ideas, you know, that we were discussing before you put it out there for us to start recording is just some things that I was thinking about was, you know, life in the restaurant industry, which I have a number of people who would really appreciate hearing about that. Oh, speak it. Oh, this last weekend was kind of a nightmare. So January is legit the worst month to be a server. Like it's just desolate, no money to be made, no fun to be had. You're scraping by, like just begging for people to come in and eat dinner at your restaurant, seriously. Mm. And my restaurant is smaller. Like we have, I think a capacity for about 85 to 90 comfortably to sit in the dining room. And that's not counting like bar top seats. and. The way that the industry works is that you're like busy, busy, busy all the way up until New Year's Eve, which is like the the pinnacle of the busy and the most money you're going to make pretty much for the next several months. So you have to kind of like store your like server money like a camel. (laughs) And on New Year's Eve, I made the most money in one singular shift than I have ever made ever in my life. I made $855. Damn. Now, 500 of those dollars went straight to freaking, you know, the U.S. government, which kind of burns my ass, especially considering that it's not going to come back to me until next year. Mm. So, um, yeah, last night was kind of a nightmare. Like, everything bad that could happen did. Just, Just horrible situations. I was in a section that I'm not used to, which is fine. I can handle pretty much anything, but my manager who has a bit of a, she just, I, she just doesn't like me. And how, how do you not like me? Well, disclaimer. <laughs> this is, <laughs> how do you not like me? Disclaimer though. I just, if you don't want it said, don't say it. Well, I'm not mentioning any names. Okay. I'm just, you know, and I'm definitely not putting it out there for her to listen to right. them. Actually, I'm going to go back. She's a, they, them. I don't have time for that shit. Want to know why our generation has a problem and an issue with 
using they them you know as prefixes for people because it's not proper grammar <laughs> it's not we have been taught since we were baby children how to speak the english language and then this whole generation of you know non-binary yada yada and and i'm not in any way shape or form diminishing that that is a thing and that people definitely do have feelings strong feelings about their sure their sexual identity and it's become such a huge deal Mm -hmm. but the fact that this person is so adamant that we address them as a they them throws me completely the hell off Mm -hmm. it just feels it's not organic it's it does feel forced and every time i don't address them in that way see how hard i'm struggling Mm -hmm. (laughs) i get you know, basically like millennial shamed. Uh, fucking millennial shame me all you want. I don't give a fuck. I don't have time for it. Uh, you know what? Do what you do. That's fine. But don't get me involved in your shit. That's just the way. It's unnecessary. That's just, that's just me. Like I saw somebody posted a meme the other day on <clears throat> Facebook about how, you know, your triggers are not my problem. It's not my responsibility to tiptoe around you because you're triggered by this, that, or the other thing. And I really am over, that is another subject, Mm -hmm. the cancel culture of Mm. everyone that's 25 years old. I refuse to participate. Not doing it. It's just, it's kind of ruined, you know, our individuality as people because we have to be so politically correct all the time that like things that were fun for us, like watching a dirty ass comic like George Carlin oh. would not be okay in this in this culture. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> he would destroy it. He would destroy it and everyone else. Yeah. And and rightfully so. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. He's setting the mood in here, guys. <laughs> nice and dark and creepy as per usual. Episode, have you ever lived anywhere in like where there's light? No. You are, you are seriously you're a mole. I know. <laughs> I know. I get it though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this person, I'm just going to address them as this person, <clears throat> took on a management position after being brought on as a server. So there was a little bit of contention there, not because I wanted the position, but because I knew that I was going to be managed by somebody who was old, like I was old enough to be their mother. Don't get in trouble on this podcast, Fi. This person will not be hearing Damn, this. I how do you know? You don't know that. Well, and if they do, I'm not being derogatory at all. I'm just saying, just be careful. And at the end of the day, I really do like and respect this person. I like her as a person. As as a manager, I struggle a little bit because I've been in this industry since I was 14 years old. I literally have been waiting on people since I was 14, you know, and I have seen the ugly, dirty underbelly of the industry, and I have seen the wonderful parts of the industry. Where did you get that hoodie, by the way? That's down queen toy. Well, I I was forced to buy a bunch of new clothes when my clothes went up in flames at the laundromat. That and, that, and, down. That's, and that's another story. <laughs> I that, that's a dope hoodie though. I like. Good guy. I think I got it on torrid.com. Nice. But um, I forfeited some really cool clothes. But anyway, um, when this person started, they were starting as a server, and about two months later. Apparently, they were approached to become a manager, which, congratulations, that's awesome for you. You know, that's great. 
<clears throat> and they got into that position and then precisely and then just immediately started micromanaging every move that all of us make. Mm. And for me, it's like, pick your battles, you know, like seriously, I'm not the one that you have to run around the restaurant. You don't have to follow me and make sure that I'm doing my job because I do my job. I do my job very well. I'm not above being coached, but I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not one of those people and I'm, I'm putting this lightly that there are people in that industry that are 25, 26 years old that have very little respect for the industry because they, they don't been, know it. They haven't been through the gambit. No. And they haven't paid their dues, so right, to speak. Right. You know, it, it is a real thing, especially, you know, I feel like DJing and service go hand in hand because you do have to pay your dues. You can't start out, you know, being marshmallow. You got to start out in your basement mm-hmm. with, busted ass old equipment you know that's just how it works and we just we really butt heads because I don't appreciate being micromanaged and they're fully aware of it and continue to do so Mm -hmm. it's like this power trip so last night I'm in a section that I'm not super familiar with and she seats me an 11 top and a 7 top consecutively like at the same time so I have 11 people plus seven people you know that's that's two different nine, yeah two different tables 19 bodies mm-hmm. that i have to wrangle and deal with in fine dining so there are aspects of it that you know this isn't a place where you can just throw a burger basket in somebody's face and be like here you go right you have to explain the food you have to go through everything you have to mark the table with the specific you know silverware that's required for the meal that they're having it's very intricate and she just basically set me up to drop like a rock mm. Now, I did fine. Of course. I was fine. Yeah. Everyone was happy. And then I get this table of two couples, which the two gentlemen in, in the equation were clearly Middle Eastern. I couldn't tell you what religion or where their location came from, but they were Middle Eastern men. And neither one of them wanted any alcoholic beverages. Their ladies both ordered alcoholic beverages gentlemen we're not drinking great so one of them orders a ginger beer and the other one orders a non-alcoholic beverage that we have on our menu it's called a zuby 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 and it's kind of a like a green tea based mocktail so i walk up to the bar i'd had rang them in and i walk up to the bar to pick up the order put it on my tray walk it over to the table drop it off say my goodbyes move on to the other shit show that i'm dealing with come back and dude is mad as hell he said there is alcohol in this drink and i was like no there's not he says there is there's alcohol in my zoopy zoopy yes (laughs) come to find out it's against his religion to consume alcohol like i fucked his life up Mm. like that man had never had any alcoholic beverage at any point in his life voluntary or involuntary okay i would be mad too sure (laughs) so yeah it was one of those nights where i just found myself apologizing non-stop for shit that was out of my control and i felt like it was premeditated on her part really yeah like Mm. let's see how good of a server you really are okay (laughs) did you say anything nope i just got through my night and dipped out because i've discovered that that is for the time being the best possible way for me to deal with that issue is to just keep my mouth shut my head down do my job and go home but i almost walked out really yeah 
Wow. Because I can tell when somebody is like intentionally trying to fuck with me. Sabotage shit. Yeah. yeah. And what's the point? Yeah. That's... I don't have that kind of. I guess I don't have that kind of a mind. Those kind of things don't occur to me. There's no time for it. You're too busy. I'm not an evil person, is what it boils down to. I don't want to see other people struggle and flail and be in a situation that's not, you know, good for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not the person that's going to go out of my way to make that happen. And then you say you saw a time bomb last night? Yeah. Shout out to DJ Time Bomb. Time Bomb. <laughs> Mr. Tyrone Tyler. Yeah, so um, he... We gotta get him on here, too. I told him I wanna... I think we need to get several people involved in this. Um, Psycho Mike would like to be a part of it as well. talk to him about this? Mm -hmm. No shit. Yep. However, I, I don't know that we should release that first episode as it stands because there was a lot of I listened to it the other day and I used a lot of names that I just don't feel good about using you know which after the first one we the first one I'll, I'll we recorded it. I'm deleting it because it's, okay. it's, uh, it's fine this could be episode one it was just there was just I mean it was me describing a lot of situations but a lot of names got dropped and I just feel like it was it's it's unsafe to use certain names you know mm-hmm not unsafe for like our well-being but like i just don't want like you know to be like uh excuse me but you use my name in this podcast and i want you know i want it gone i just don't want to ruffle any feathers <laughs> i don't want to piss any rich people off that's what i'm saying so it's like a mike knows about it though huh that's cool he knows about it i ran into joey ashby he knows about it mm-hmm. um who else oh god uh I ran into Bobby. Oh, Abizabot. Bobby Bosch, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, with the name dropping again, we'll probably have to edit some of this shit out. But we do need to figure out some sort of format because I don't want it to be all over the place. I think we need to have a topic that we land on. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about maybe kind of like doing like a you know what really grinds my gears type of thing like things that really just piss me off <laughs> you know yeah if you want me to um edit names i can do that that's fine if you really don't yeah. want to i just don't want people to <clears throat> listen to it and maybe have a different perception of the way things actually were back 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 to the back to it sorry my <coughs> my boyfriend just texted You're me a fun. video I'm going to see him in two weeks. Really? Yes. Okay. So anyway, time bomb last night. I didn't really get to talk to him in depth about much because he was out to dinner with some friends, but we were definitely talking about the fact that there are certain aspects of our former industry that no longer exist anymore, you know, and places that I wouldn't send my worst enemy to go hang out, like... Mm-hmm. at all like I have people that come into the restaurant and they're like what's 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 to do around here you know because they're from out of town they're staying at this beautiful expensive hotel and they expect to be able to walk around and find different places to hang out and do shit somebody's at my door just walk past that's all okay yeah. that would drive me ape shit well I kind of need to know I get it so do I I have I have a blank 
I bought a blank. Yeah. Or no, my sister bought me a blank. Mm-hmm. And the batteries just get eaten up so fast that I've stopped even bothering putting batteries in it. Because oh. if you put it on like motion, yeah. everything, right. everything sets it off and it makes the batteries go dead. From outside or your mm-hmm. hallway? Outside. It's outside my back door. Right. Oh. Which is the, I have an outdoor entrance too. You've been there. Yeah, but what would, what would get picked up? Up there. You would be... A bird or something? It, you can set, like, the level of motion to... Right. Farther away, which I prefer to do. Hmm. Because I want any motion in the parking lot to be picked up. Because I don't want anyone messing with my car. Sure. That's been kind of a thing lately where people have been stealing catalytic converters. And selling them. It's like meth heads that are, like stealing them because they're easy to ex- access in certain models and makes of cars mm-hmm. and they can sell them for triple the price that's been going on for yeah yeah long time one of my good friends lived in an apartment complex that's about like a block and a half north from me and she has a like garage like an actual like garage and her car got vandalized and she they stole her cattle looking for out from her you know secured garage so I ain't taking any chances. So I like to have the motion a little bit farther out, especially if there's some bullshit going on. Like I can, I can record that and show it to my landlord Mm -hmm. and he's aware that I have it. He actually offered to buy another one and put it in the main, like where the mail room is because people have been stealing my shit. Yeah. People love stealing Amazon shit, man. It's annoying. But anyway, what do you want to do with this podcast? This is right, this is episode one. We'll forget about the other one, even though there's some good history in there. It really I is. think we can redo that with no. less name dropping. You know, I think we can actually do a origination podcast without as many names being dropped. I just want this to be as organic as possible. Mm-hmm. Boom. Raw. Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> what makes you you speaking of name dropping what's what, is there something happening with oh my god again i'm not on social media you know that not right now haven't been for the past two years but i am on reddit and i am on twitter that shit's everywhere and i'm seeing these stories pop up of his name keeps coming up so here's essentially the the background uh was married to um and when the, the, basically like reconciled and they started opening businesses together which they did several um his uh, old natures started to rear their ugly head again him you know he's one of those people that when he's got more money than he needs to have and he just he's just a troublemaker should we be should we edit out his name in this? no he is he's I mean, it's public. It's all over friggin' Reddit. But the thing is, is that this motherfucker is an attorney sending people emails and letters about name dropping and how they can be sued for slander, blah, blah, blah. No, no, sorry. Those are threats. You can't sue me for talking about you. You just can't. You have made a shitty name for yourself. Now sit in that. Mm -hmm. Nobody has anything nice to say about this man at this point, but... The origination is that he had a girlfriend who was considerably younger than him who he was physically abusing and she finally called the cops, took photos, 
he got arrested for domestic assault, blah, 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 blah. She broke up with him and it all kind of blew over for a while. Well, he keeps getting like arrested for dumb shit and people don't want to patronize his businesses because of that. Like he has, he's ruined his, his own name. He's screwed. He is basically being run out of Des Moines. Mm. Nobody wants to support his businesses, and people are talking about that on, like, Facebook has a couple of different groups that I follow for, um, like, the dining world, like, service industry, and there's, like, a full-on, like, the whole town's, like, do not support this man. That's the impression I got. Mm-hmm. I also read that goddamn bought the old, uh, Muse? Ugh. Ugh. What the hell, man? So people are going to basically boycott that business as well because that that place is an institution. It yeah. was an institution for Des Moines. It's one of the only it's one of the original live music venues. Like before there were like independently owned mm-hmm. independent artists and music and yep. uh, all supporting that. Supporting local scenes, supporting like underground artists and I've seen some crazy good shit at the Muse. It, mm-hmm. it, that place could never be touched. They could they could leave it exactly the way that it is, and people will still go and enjoy and spend their money because it's it's just an institution. It's basically the same thing as Gaslamp. Yeah. Gaslamp, they've been trying to tear that whole like whole corner down <clears throat> for the better part of the last five years, and they just keep petitioning to keep it there for the simple fact that it's it's like an institution that's it used to be it was one of the only blues clubs in the state of iowa when it opened mm-hmm. like 50 or so years ago it was called blues on grand right and i remember going in there underage mm-hmm. just to hear you know these like on thursday nights when i was probably 19 or 20 they had like a open mic night but they had a house band and it was jc anderson in the groove and they just were freaking amazing what did the muse close it was like four or five years ago no it closed over uh, like right out a year ago well, it's it was been a- sitting open for about a year really mm-hmm. and now he's gonna turn it into some downtown some bullshit it'll bar. be some i know what let's do let's put another country bar downtown did you also hear that there um there's now a 12 o'clock cutoff time for all of the bars in the court avenue i read that too <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> you know why yeah for sure because uh, it all started with that strip show did mm-hmm. you hear about that oh yeah yeah i have the video it's I disgusting yeah. i think you sent it to me it's shocking yeah it is it was something else like things that like i just kept thinking to myself when i was getting that you want something now no you want your money no what are you getting no thank you though son we're recording (laughs) are you door dashing is that what you're trying to do okay excuse my son just jumping in just no no worries. Ordered, ordered food. He's probably starving. He just got done working out. <clears throat> I ate at A-Dong earlier around 2 o'clock, and that was enough for me for the rest of the day. And as a matter of fact, my breath is awful because of it. God. Yeah. So much garlic. 
anywho, um, yeah, I remember getting wind of that whole thing and thinking to myself, if that were me or Ep, both of us would be like, cut the music, get this shit out of here. We're not here for that. Make it stop. It's a different day, man. You know, Bill Slavens is still playing at Nightingale. Really? I don't know if you knew that or not. And he's been playing tandemly with that Molly Get Down. Mm. Do you know who that is? Yes. And then Brad and Gina Goldman obviously have their spot platform. And that's actually quite successful right now. That's still happening, huh? So they have been... He's also very successful at his, his job. He's well off. Mm-hmm. But they have been flying in some really, like, big names in the like EDM world EDM world yeah mm-hmm. and they're kindly enough bringing them to the surety hotel where I work at and booking them there so I get to see and meet all of them which is awesome yeah but I just don't have it in me to be in that lifestyle anymore like I don't even I don't even want to go to a dive bar down there right yeah like it just really it kind of bugs me that I used to work down there like it was I was fine to walk to my car to like stand outside smoking i would go to the taco truck all by myself and i wouldn't go down there on a bet now no like i don't even know what they've started like for a while i think they were blocking off that whole like fourth and third and court area Mm -hmm. on friday and saturday nights so you had to park in like the surrounding areas and walk to all those bars because you couldn't get to there by car yeah, what's I that mean, about? I mean, yeah, well, last time I played down there it was freaking three years ago, and they had everything, all the streets shut down, and I was on some stage, some event. I can't remember what it was, but it was right over by where the out or uh, what is it? Out something? Outlaws? Outlaws? So what? Like like right that street right there? Fourth and Court, Third and Court, yeah, like third all court. like on the corner of of. Uh, Baldy B's or Annie's 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 spot or yeah. yeah that whole thing was like yeah that was like over three years ago though I didn't know they were still doing that I don't know because uh, I like I said I avoid that area like the freaking plague yeah. alright hold on <laughs>